Welcome to another broadcast of Keys to Your Best Life. I'm your host, Maggie Cavanaugh. And today with me, I have a precious sister in Christ, Rebecca Friedlander. Rebecca, welcome to the broadcast. Oh, it's my pleasure. Always a joy to be with you, Maggie. I absolutely love being with you. And you all might have seen me interview her in the past. And if not, you've probably seen her on, you know, TBN, God TV, Pure Flix. Uh, maybe you've seen some of her films. And if you have not, you definitely need to. They will stir your faith and get you going. Uh, she's just an amazing creative. And Rebecca, I always, I always brag on you whenever your name comes up. I'm like, God, when he was passing out the gifts of creativity, he just poured out a massive blessing on you, girl. Because listen, y'all, she you got to look at her art. You got to listen to her music. You, I'm just, there's so much more that we don't have time to showcase everything, but she is definitely loaded with the gift of creativity. So super excited about what God's doing in your life these days. Oh, you know, I love creativity. To me, it's not hard. It's just one of those things that you do and a precious thing we get to do with our Abba Father creator. And so I love it. I, every kind of medium, I tell people, don't ask me to change the oil in my car. I could probably change a flat, but uh, don't ask me to do much of automotive kind of things, but I could do almost, a, a, I could do a lot of creative stuff and that's kind of my sweet spot, so. Yeah, it really is. It really is a sweet spot for you. And I remember when I first met you, you were doing the potter and the clay thing, which I was so impressed with that. But you were doing other creative stuff. And, and I, you know, I got some of your like headbands and things that you had made because they just they had such a cool I, I just couldn't even explain it, but I want to tell you, and I, I don't know if I've ever told you this before, but I'm going to tell you on the air. I think some of the creativity that you displayed in front of me gave me the boldness to search out any creative gifts in me because I did not see myself as creative. And then God really got a hold of me and he said, wait a minute, you are my daughter. I am the creator. And I'm like, man, I want to be more like you, Lord. But so, and I had recently met you during that season and I was like, yeah, maybe I should, you know, so of course I can't sing like Rebecca uh, by any means or anything like that, but it did cause me to go deeper and say, okay, Lord. And I started finding creativity in everything that I did. I had this prophetic word about being creative and I'm like, boy, sure did they miss it. And then I went back and I thought about it and I find myself in my garden, in my kitchen, in every, in my uh, wardrobe. I just have allowed the Lord to let creative flow through me. And I just think it's a super exciting to see what God has done with you over the years because you do it all. I mean, I'm talking film, photography, songwriting, painting, art, you name it, everything you do. And this cabin you've got. And uh, with the YouTube channel, even showing the simplicity of some of the things you do in the cabin. So it's really awesome. You guys need to check out her YouTube channel. Uh, you will be encouraged. You need to check out all of our information and I'll make sure to put the link on here for you guys today. But today we're going to talk about her book, her most recent book. She's got a ton of books. Okay. I mean, she's got like a, a what? 300 songs. You have something like that. Craziness, a bunch of books. I, I love it. But today we're going to talk about this book. Yes. Abba's heart. And I love the subtitle because it says embracing the fierce pursuit of God's love. And boy, if we don't need, a whole lot of that these days, I'm telling you. So Rebecca, talk a little bit about what the story behind the book. Sure. I was in Ireland, as many good stories begin, uh, last summer working on a new film and just having all these opportunities to connect with people and administer. It was on the Irish Sea. 
uh, coastline quite a bit and really digging into the history of the early Celtic saints. And one thing that they loved was something called uh, listening prayer. Um, they would actually set times during the day to pray to the point where they would have a sundial with markings, not telling the hours of the day, but accounting for their hours of prayer. And so they would literally tell the time of day by pointing to their times for prayer. And it just really intrigued me. And some of their prayers were already written down. It was kind of a liturgy. They would all say them together. Um, and, and I began to think, well, what would it look like to have prayers that we go to every day? But maybe instead of us praying to God, maybe it would be him speaking to us. And we could just sit there and soak in that and just receive it. And so there are a number of pieces that came together, but that's really where Abba's heart came from, was this idea of creating this space where we could open a book and there's 70 writings written by me and a few friends of mine. And every one of those would be like written as if the father is speaking to his child in this endearing, empowering, um, sometimes motivating kind of way. And, and, and really, that's, that's what the book is. It really is meant to represent the heart of Father God. And at the end, there's scriptures for each one. So the book can unpack it a little bit deeper. And that's Abba's heart. I absolutely love it because we have to have that intimacy with the Lord, whether it come through uh, devotion time. But I love the reflective part of it and being able to apply that. So did you, I know that you were over in Scotland and Ireland, all these places is so absolutely, I love seeing the footage from there, but did you write some of that there? Was this written primarily in the cabin? I started writing it there. I was in the upstairs bedroom of a friend of mine who lives on the coast of the Irish sea up in the North coast. And it was, it's just something that started stirring in my heart. I had been using Father's blessings from a friend of mine to teach and train um, and equip some ministry groups up there. And I realized we need to have more of these. And then I started thinking, well, I could write some of these. I have this amazing testimony of how God has been my father. And I bet I could just kind of pull from that and sit with the Lord. And so I started on my laptop in my friend's upstairs room in her in her home in Northern Ireland. That's where it started. And so it's just been this beautiful opportunity to really go deep with the heart of God and really process, you know, if, if I had a coffee conversation with the Lord and he was sitting as my father across the table, what would he say? What would he speak into my heart? What would he want to develop in that private conversation, that one-on-one -on -one moment between us and the father? You know, those are the moments that are so heartwarming and touching. You know, those, we can all look back and say, oh, I just had a moment where the father spoke to me. And I wanted this book to be full of moments where the father could speak to us deeply. I love that. I absolutely love that. And I, I, I know whenever I sat down to read it in the front part of it, it talks a little bit about some backstory. And I don't want you to go fully into the backstory, but I know I grew up with an absent father. And you talk a lot about connecting with the father. And many times in my early walk, I had a hard time connecting with God because of my earthly father. 
And do you find that to be true with people that you've ministered to? Uh, you know, I found it true to my in my own walk, but I think creating that gap um, or, or noticing that we have that gap between, you know, missing a father who has been good and, and very healthy and then recognize we haven't had that. It really creates a space for God to show up. And so my encounters with Father God actually started before I had a great relationship with my earthly father. It was actually pretty messed up. And it was in those moments that I began to pray a scripture, even as a teenager, um, knowing a little bit of the word. And there's a scripture in Psalm 27, 10 that says, when my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord will take me up. And the word forsake there in the Hebrew means to fail. Mm -hmm. It literally means to, you know, detach from, um, and so there's so many places of kind of a, a failure that we've had maybe in, in a parental relationship, a father or a mother. And it says that God will take us up and that, that word take us up literally means God just steps in and picks us up. He pulls us close. He's in that place um, where we have not had that great father and mother. And the scripture never promises that we will, you know, right. but it says that when, when they do we don't have those great relationships that God is faithful to step into those places. And it's a beautiful place to invite him into. I, I think it's kind of like the, the story of the woman who poured out her oil on Jesus. And Jesus said, he who has you know, been forgiven much loves much. It's kind of like wherever there's a gap that Jesus steps into fill, whether it's forgiveness or just expressing the father heart of God, there's just such an even more deeper appreciation and love. Man, so, I would echo that. Mm, I would echo that. agree with it. Yes, because it took the, the love of God to melt my heart to where I could walk in forgiveness with my natural father. And he's gone on to be with the Lord now. Hallelujah. And found Jesus. Yes. And I know your father is in heaven. And that's just been what, two or three years, maybe? Three years. Three yeah. years. Yeah. I knew it hadn't been very long. So, but he left you this great legacy in the cabin. And I know that he is smiling going, look what all my girls doing there. So you started writing the book when you were um, abroad and then came back and finished it up. And what is the thing in this book that you have found? I know you, you had mentioned when you and I were talking before, you have left this in a copy in your cool new prayer cabin. So can you talk for a moment about the prayer cabin for anybody out there that's needing to get away? Because I'm telling you guys, she built it, she built it up. And you can actually even see that footage, right? You filmed all that. She is so resourceful because she wants to use every gift that God has given her to help others come closer to the Lord. And the prayer cabin is that. It is a place to go and be intimate with the Lord. Was this, so you leave a copy for people to read in there? I do. Yeah. And and the whole idea of the prayer cabin was to create a space for prayer. I love finding creative ways for uh, us to connect with God and resources that people can use. So maybe it's a devotional that has the father's heart that doesn't take a lot of work. You can just open it up and you're like right there, you know, or maybe it's creating a prayer cabin, you know, and, and I've had people call and stay from literally all over the world. And it has been a place where it has been prayed over from the very moments of clearing the land and laying the foundation and all of this. So the whole thing has just really been saturated in prayer. And so when people walk in, many of them have encounters with the Lord. 
and it's just precious. So, and I leave a devotional down there. And so sometimes I have people come and stay, um, just from all backgrounds, all walks of life. Of course, the cover's all bent back. And some of them will tell me later that they've been reading it and just mm-hmm. finding it a way to connect with the Lord while they're at the cabin. So it's fun. I love it. And you're also using this in your prayer ministry that you offer there at the cabin as well at the main cabin, whenever you have your services and things like that. So this is for, it's it's a 10 week devotional y'all, but I'm going to tell you now, once you sit down and start reading it, you'll probably want to read through it and then go back and do the 10 weeks because I, my husband and I was actually reading in here this morning and it's so good, but it is so It's different than most devotionals because it draws you in and it wants you to, it's it's designed. I believe your heart was designed it to where people don't just sit and read it and go, oh, I did my devotion today. It literally is to get that communication with Abba Father going on and just be able to sit and receive the things that he said. There's actually even some songs that go with that and lyrics to it in here as well. And of course, if you, you know, in the book, there is a QR code, you can scan it and go right to the website to see those. But talk a little bit, or why don't you share um, out of the book, Rebecca, do you have a copy there with you? I sure do. Yes. Awesome. Yes, I would love to. Listen, y'all, I want you to get a snippet of this because you can find out more information on her website. And it's RebeccaFreelander.com. And we'll put that up there for you so that you can cut and paste it if you and that way you don't spell Friedlander wrong. Okay, (laughs) but but go ahead and share with us out of the book. Okay, so this is one that I, I wrote in the prayer cabin. I just gotten back from Ireland and overseas and I was just spending time with the Lord. And there were moments where his presence came in so strong and I would just sit and write what he put on my heart. So this is one of those. It's from the book Abba's Heart and it says uh, the title is Undivided Attention. Just imagine the Father in Heaven speaking this over you today. Child, you have my undivided attention. When you turn your gaze to me, I'm right here, ready to respond. I'm not too busy to give you my time or preoccupied with jobs to do. I'm completely aware of your need for my attention and I give it freely. It's not a chore or a burden, it's a delight. I'm happy to be with you. Do you know how much I loved walking with Adam in the cool of the day, strolling with him in the garden I handmade for him? How I missed our times and sought him out when he was hiding. As you pursue conversation with me, you'll discover I'm all in and looking forward to connect. This is what I meant by making covenant with you. I'm not going to forget your needs or toss our relationship to the side. I'm the faithful one, the one who leans in to the conversation with eyes fixed in rapt attention, ready to listen. So be brave enough to share your heart with me and you'll discover I'm more than up to the challenge. Come meet me in the garden. Woo! I think that one was written for me. I know God downloaded it to you, but that really speaks to me because, you know, whenever we are reading a devotion, it's usually about God. But this is like God speaking uh, to us. And, you know, for a moment, I closed my eyes and I could just see him leaning in, leaning in because he cares for us that much, y'all. If we could get a hold of the love of God, it would totally transform our life, totally transform our life. Yeah. 
for many years I walked with the Lord, but I didn't really know his love. And, and it was, and it was hard for me to receive it because I had all kinds of issues and, you know, and I'm still being layered back, you know, the Lord constantly is healing and restoring areas of my life. But whenever I started understanding how much he truly loves for us, it just, it blew my mind. So as you were reading that, I'm going, yeah, he's going to take, you are going to take care of my needs. So as he speaks to you all through this devotion, then you can sit and spend time in his presence and then speak back to him. Because, you know, he inhabits the praises of his people. I see my sister Shelly over here. I just, I, I usually don't do this, but Shelly is a worship leader. And so she could probably totally relate to that interaction with God where it's not a one-way conversation. Mm, it's so true. And I think it also gives voice to the things we long to hear from the Father yes. that we see in scripture, but it kind of gives a special way for our hearts to really connect. And of course, each one of the devotionals has scripture references in the end. And it also gives us a way to release as we are speaking to one another. I hear stories of people who are um, reading this book out loud, a mom reading it to her kids at night and a husband and wife reading it to each other or someone who has cancer treatments has told me uh, that as they're taking their treatments, they're listening to the audiobook of Abba's heart or someone who has left a copy in the hospice room of a relative who's passing away and gets to read it over them in those mm -hmm. moments. I mean, it's one of these ways that puts a language and words in our on our in our mouth that we can begin to release and read it over each other and, and that's what we do here at the cabin one of the things that when people come to the prayer cabin they have the option of uh, setting up a time with the ministry team and one yeah. of the things that we do with them is we read a father's blessing over them um and and just create space for them to really soak in that place and i mean i know i received healing just writing the book and sitting in the presence of the lord and, and I, it's, it's really beautiful to hear other people give the same feedback. Oh, I'm certain of it. I'm certain of it. And I can't wait till Kevin and I can come to the prayer cabin because we will be signing up for that ministry time. Uh, I was so blessed by you and your friend that came when you came to Tennessee last time. And we had the opportunity to receive some ministry from you. And it was such a blessing. So, but being in the atmosphere of the cabin, in the presence where all of that praise and worship and all that prayer is taking place is saturated. I mean, literally all saturated. And so when you take that and then something like this being read over, over you or in you reading it. It's funny that you mentioned husband and wife reading it because Kevin and I were sitting with our coffee this morning reading to each other and uh, it's just so impactful. So talk a little bit about how you've implemented this in your prayer ministry there at the cabin. You know, I know people can come, they can stay in the prayer cabin, they can just go get away with the Lord, but you have some things going on in the cabin. I know you do weekly worship and you have some time. So what does it look like for someone if they did want to receive ministry at the cabin through the Abba's heart? Yeah, so we have two cabins. We have multiple cabins on the property. One's a big cabin. That's where we hold our gatherings for spiritual retreats. Um, but then we have the smaller cabin, which is just a fun getaway space. So we literally have people from all over the country who come, and even internationally, who come to, to just spend time in the prayer cabin. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful cabin in the woods. And then they come to the big cabin um, when they book a time for um, having prayer ministry. And we do something called the Trinity Prayer. And it involves, I won't tell all the details, but um, it involves 
representing the heart of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so to represent the heart of Father God, we read a Father's blessing over them. To represent mm-hmm. the heart of the Son, we wash their feet or their hands if they're more comfortable with that. And we're praying and we're prophesying over them every step. And then I have six anointing oils that we use um, with different Hebrew fragrances that we ask Holy Spirit, you know, which anointing oil would you like us to use? And of course, my team has been trained. They're all um, I'm pretty hardcore <laughs> with training my team. So they're really safe people. We do yes. a lot of just blessings and worship and um it's just a really precious place and we've watched people especially people going through transition or needing rest those are the two things we see all the time people who come to the cabin and they just want to sit and soak in the presence of god and he meets us every single time it is beautiful and we have weekly worship services as well and his presence is just intense like thick um and i have a prophetic um, training school that's about to start. So the whole place has been steeped in pursuing the presence of God. And mm-hmm. so when people pick up the book, they get a piece of that. Or when they come visit, they get a piece in that. And um, it's just part of the experience. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. And I just want to say about her team, um, they are very well trained. And so you don't have to be like, it's no spooky spiritual stuff. They love the Lord. They are very passionate about the Lord. And I am very careful about who I let minister to me. So people, when she was here, her prayer person laid hands on me. I had no problem with you all. So go and book it. And someone had asked, Shelly asked about where it's located. It's in East Tennessee, Shelly. And if you'll go to RebeccaFreelander.com, you can find out about all of her stuff and check out her music too, because I know Shelly is a very gifted, I mean, gifted young woman that has an amazing gospel sound to her. So go check it out, Shelly. You should go. I want to go. It's going to be awesome. So yes. And Northeast Texas. And so yes. So it's really not that far. And the closest airport would be, uh, would be, uh, there's a little airport in, um, uh, in, well, it's East Texas Regional Airport, so okay. that's the closest one, and they can find out more information on the website. But yeah, it's not super far away at all. Not super far, and if you go stay in the cabin, you can read the book, but I highly encourage you to go to the website and check out more information about the book because it is definitely ministered to me, and I know that it will minister to the masses. So whenever you uh, got done writing this, is there going to be, you know how like, um, you know, there's some famous devotional out there, I won't name the name, but where it had like, you know, a calling in it and then more to it as it goes along and they wrote different ones. Do you see God having you do a second edition of this or is this a standalone? I, I have thought about it. I will, I will say we do a lot of, I do a lot of teaching about the Trinity and we're just kind of plugging into that even more here at the cabin. Yes. Um, and really the father is amazing there's so much in scripture about the heart of the father but holy spirit and jesus are also you know godhead and um three persons of the trinity so it may be that there may be more you know based on you know holy spirit or you never know you never know <laughs> I see two. Not not saying thus saith the Lord or anything like that, but I can definitely see two more of these and these being a series to be able to minister to people's hearts because there are times where I need a father, the embrace of a father. And that's what I felt with this. Okay. But there are also times the Holy Spirit is, you know, I'm like, Holy Spirit, help me here, you know, lead me, guide me. You're the counselor, help me out here. And of course, Jesus, 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 you know. So I'm just saying, I'm not like no pressure, but like if the Lord drops that in your spirit, we will be adding them to our 
collection. So <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. I will. Yes, yes. Thank to the Lord. Talk to him. I don't know. I'm just. <laughs> Well, Rebecca, oh my goodness, we could go on for a long period of time. Uh, we don't have much time left. We got a couple minutes left. But if you could leave the audience with a key, and I, I love some extra minutes for this key, because I know that you carry such an anointing. Um, and I want you to just minister to the audience, if you would, uh, whatever you feel the Lord is leading. So, yeah, you know, there's a scripture that came to mind, and it's Romans chapter 8, verses 15 and 16. I put this in the book because this is something that really hit home to me at a whole nother level recently. And it says, for you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. And the spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we're the children of God. And that little phrase bears witness in the Greek means testify. So it means that Holy Spirit is constantly telling us about the heart of the father and that we are his children and i would just encourage everyone to embrace that childlike heart and say father tell me what you're speaking over me holy spirit remind me that i'm your child and then pick up a resource like this or other resources that are out there that really help you identify with that place of receiving the father's love because it is extravagant it is holy. It is remarkably intimate and it's healing. It will literally heal your mind when you plug into that space of letting him be your father and letting him touch your soul in that way. It is a powerful, powerful place. And I just encourage everybody to, to spend a little time and unpack that. Absolutely. And you will find that and more in here because I would love how you, um, referred to and you have I know you had a strong concordance close by when you were writing this because it is very I have found it to be very theological sound and not only that this book was read by several pastors prior to that because I know your heart for the body of Christ is to have, have sound doctrine have sound theology but it's got a lot of words in here that uh, the Greek and the Hebrew where it expounds upon that and it helps you to go a little bit deeper you know there's many times that we just need to stop we need to find something if we're reading something, there might be a specific word that the Holy Spirit is shining a light on that makes us want to go deeper. And I'm so glad you referenced that because there's so many of us um, that have had a past of like an orphan spirit. And God has not yeah. given us that spirit, you know. Yeah. And so I love, love, love everything about this. And you guys can find more information about it on RebeccaFriedlander.com. Uh, but while you're there, don't just stop with this book. I encourage you, go check out this book, but make sure that you check out the music. I absolutely love Rebecca's music. She's got tons and tons of music, all different kinds of stuff. And uh, it's meant a lot to me in my prayer time and worship time over the years. So Rebecca, I want to thank you for being on the broadcast. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on, Maggie. Well, it's always a joy. And do you know something interesting? I always check my Facebook memories just to find out what was going on. Number one, it was snowing on this day. Two years ago here in uh, Tennessee, there was snow on the ground and there's ice today. But two years ago today was the last time I interviewed you. And I thought, man, that's been too long. Rebecca's had too much stuff going on that I haven't been able to 
share with the audience. So listen, you guys go to her website, check it out. You will not be disappointed. Some of her uh, videos you could, you'll find on YouTube, actually a bunch of stuff on YouTube, but go back. Some of them are so powerful when it comes to self-image that I have literally uh, planned a conference around the music because it has been so ministering to me personally and to women who have experienced it. So do yourself a favor, go get in the presence of the Lord with some worship. Take a look at this, get started spending time with the father and feeling his embrace. So we want to thank you for being here with us today. God bless you. And we will see you next time here on keys. Thank you so much, Rebecca. You bet.